This is the Buckeye Roundtable Show, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by the James. Buckeye Roundtable is brought to you statewide by the American Dairy Association Mideast and Cova Insurance and by Papa John's. Now here's your host, Tim Hall. All right, here we go on a beautiful Tuesday. It is so good to be here with all of you fine Buckeye fans. We got a lot to talk about here. My producer this evening is Bodie Wells, so it's good to have him along for the ride. He helps us get this job done. We wouldn't have it if it weren't for him. And we got a big lineup of guests. You are used to that by now, but it's a good one. Paul Keels, the Hall of Fame voice, he's going to talk about It's always such an interesting time of year to talk to Paul because he has great stories about calling a spring game. And you talk about a broadcaster's worst nightmare, but you really, you would get an appreciation for what a broadcasting legend a guy like Paul Keels is. Everybody just growing up in the state of Ohio, sitting by the radios, listening to this guy call some college football or college basketball, right? But when guys are switching jerseys and the format can just change on a dime, you can have just multiple jerseys out there. Who the heck knows? Like, you might have to just... <laughs> make some strong, educated guesses about certain things that happen. So I can't wait to talk with him about that. Shoot, we've got the NFL draft coming up soon. Justin Fields is going to have another pro day tomorrow. So that's something to look out for. This one's closed to the media. And Albert Breer from the Monday Morning Quarterback, last I was reading, he he was expecting the 49ers with John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, who weren't there the first time around. Everybody made a big deal about that. They're there. They're, of course, picking way up there at number three. So you have the Jags, the Jets, the 49ers, all expectations, quarterbacks for all three of those with Trevor Lawrence, then Wilson, the BYU kid, and probably Justin Fields. I, I've been saying for a long time, if it's not Justin Fields there, well, good luck with all that, San Francisco. You've done it to yourselves. And the Patriots at 15 are the other one that's going there. And he thought that Josh McDaniels might lead the contingent for the Patriots folks that are coming to town. So that will be interesting to see. As they're picking 15th, they would clearly need to trade up or do something unless something wild happens. I can't, I mean, talk about a gift if Justin Fields, by some miracle, is still there. That's, you know, maybe a pick. I, I think Dwayne Haskins was either 15 or 16 when he was selected. It's not going to roll that way for Justin Fields in the draft coming up. And if you look at the calendar, that will be Thursday the 29th. So we are about to hit the two-week mark. It's in Cleveland, Ohio. It's crazy. It's it's going to be a big party. It's, it's one of the coolest events that doesn't have a game attached to it, if you know what I mean. Like non-game sporting events. Selection Sunday for me is my baby. Like that's the one that's nearest and dearest to my heart. Then you look at the NFL draft. And with Ohio State Buckeyes that are always going, this year it's going to be the ones that bring value and versatility with not many thought to be first round picks, but so many hidden gems that you're going to find with Wyatt Davis and Josh Myers, your offensive lineman, with Tommy Togiai, the big tackle who I wanted to stay a little bit longer here at Ohio State. Trey Sermon, the running back, who got hot for us. I mean, and I'm leaving out a ton. Pete Werner and Baron Browning and Justin Hilliard, your linebackers. 
Sean Wade, we didn't even mention. He's supposed to go at this pro day tomorrow. So uh, we hit on that. I was glad to do that there off, off the top of the show. Greg Beals, he's going to be with us, of course, end of the 6 o'clock hour. As we always talk baseball, uh, I can't forget the GOAT of Buckeye football reporting, Tim May. He'll have a lot of big observations. I think we started this season's roundtable with him, and we're going to end it with him with style. So I can't wait to talk to him. Second hour, another one of his colleagues at Letterman Row, Spencer Holbrook. He'll give us the recruiting roundup as we go on the trail. There was a big camp in Central Ohio on Sunday, and I want to pick his brain on 2022 recruits that he is really looking at. Then our radio crew guys, Matt Andrews, who calls baseball. He's our sideline guy for football. He's got a brush up to get ready for the spring game, and Skip Mossick will uh, do the dance party, and we'll just uh, head on into the mist on a beautiful Tuesday night, and I hope you are enjoying some lovely weather wherever you are listening. Hey, the 2021 Buckeye Cruise for Cancer is beachbound. You can join Urban and Shelley Meyer, plus some former Buckeye greats in Fort Lauderdale, June 16th through the 20th. Just call 614-792-6204 or check out BuckeyeCruise.com to book today. Coming up next, we're going to hear from Coach Ryan Day in our spring football sound off as the Buckeye Roundtable continues. Table presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Presented by the James. Hi, this is Paul Keels. This Buckeye season, don't let a broken windshield ruin your game plan. Safelight Auto Glass makes it easy to get your windshield fixed with their mobile glass shops all over Central Ohio. They can come to you anywhere, giving Buckeye fans more time for game time. OH. Man, I love that. Schedule at SafeLight.com. SafeLight Autoglass is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. SafeLight Repair, SafeLight Replace. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova Insurance relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encova provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encova Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova Insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College presented by the James. Timmy Hall back here with you. It is Buckeye Roundtable presented by Buyers Auto. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Buckeye fans, AEP Energy is redefining the game with renewable energy plans for your home or business. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. All right, we bring in that music, and we bring in our guy, the Hall of Fame voice of the Ohio State Buckeyes, getting ready for his favorite game of the year, the spring game, Paul Keels. It's good to have you, man. How have your uh, last couple of weeks treated you? Everything's good. How you doing, Tim? Oh, we're doing fantastic. So uh, 
this is this is one of those games where we we like to talk about our spring game stars, and of course, not always do those guys translate over to the regular season. Sometimes they do, but Paul, this is a game that is really taken shape throughout the years. They've been having it for a long time, but it's really changed throughout the days. It's taken all kind of twists and turns. I know that uh, I think Jim Lachey and Jim Carsados uh, talked when. Uh, well, I first got involved with them about uh, at times they had more than one and they were in different parts of the state. Uh, we've had some that have been uh, a handful of years ago, more than a handful of years ago, about 20 years ago, that were played at uh, Crew Stadium when Ohio State was going That's through renovations. Right. The first one that I did was a uh, controlled scrimmage practice at uh, uh, the Woody Hayes in the practice field uh, where we were elevated up on the painter's platform, and the only people invited were kind of like two of the three home games this year was just family members. Um, so, we, And then you've had the ones that have resembled close to a real game, so there have been all kind of variations of it. So, Paul, like, what is the biggest challenge in calling this game? The biggest challenge, Tim, as you can imagine, is knowing who's going to be on which side. There are times when players are swapped from one side to the other at mid-game. Mm -hmm. The challenge is that a number of times you're dealing with players that you have no prior knowledge of. Uh, sometimes that there aren't even bios on some of them that are, are walk-ons or there's even a level below that. Um, and just trying on the fly to get familiar with some of the names and the numbers that are out there. Also, you know, the challenge gets to be, depending on what the particular head coaches want to do, um, how are they going to run it? Will it be a controlled scrimmage? Will it be scoring based on defensive stops? Uh, will they, uh, we've seen in years where if there's been a field goal try, uh, they've allowed multiple field goal tries. When Urban Meyer was the head coach, uh, they would go a half hour before they'd even start whatever their game would be when they would have some of their warm-up <laughs> drills and their bull-in-the-ring drills and things like that. So right. uh, the, the biggest challenge is really is you just don't know what you're going to see. You just kind of have to be ready to to kick a talk show out there at times. You know, you might have uh, what no, else? No, do we no, have? no, not a talk show. No, <laughs> no, no, no. no? Uh, you just well, have it, to. But you're right. You just kind of have to be ready. And uh, it, what it also does too is uh, it gives an opportunity, whether it's to rehash the previous season, to talk about the upcoming season, talk about some of the things that there really aren't answers to. What players could be key contributors to the coming year what are the position uh watches that you're kind of eyeballing the position battles uh, uh maybe guys that you know and you mentioned right from the get-go some of the guys that really uh, have made a name for themselves in spring games i remember back to anthony gonzalez was somebody really nobody oh, yeah. talked that much about and he performed real big in one of the spring games and it really provided an opportunity i i believe uh michael thomas early on in his time had a big spring football game and then you yes. had some guys that you know bam childers who was the star of a couple of spring games but none of that ever really translated to the same type of output during the regular season but you never know when somebody's going to get an opportunity to catch a coach's eye it's funny you mentioned two of the guys that I was thinking of were Bam Childress and Michael Thomas, and definitely recently I think everyone's go-to is Michael Thomas, and look how he turned out. He actually, Paul, he had three straight. He In 2012, I was looking it up, he had 12 catches for 131 yards. In 2013, he had 7 for 79, and he had 5 for 72 in 2014, and then he was really off to the races. But let me uh, let me do this with you now. This I'll make this our Big Ten breakdown, powered by Honda, celebrating 40 years of manufacturing, right? 
right here in Ohio. So when you get done with the spring game, the next thing on the docket is a Big Ten football game. It's a Thursday one, September second against Minnesota. How uh, since that is the first game of the season, like have have you already started to poke around and look at what the Gophers have done, or, or when will you really start to attack that? Probably mid-July. And, uh, you know, here's the other thing to keep in mind about that, too. And if you remember a handful of years ago, we did see uh, Ohio State open with a Big Ten game playing at Indiana. Uh, back in the 80s, it was not uncommon to see Big Ten teams, uh, not on a regular basis, but to occasionally begin the season against a conference opponent. Uh, and, and this Minnesota game, when it was first announced a couple of years ago that that was going to be a Thursday game, the sports information people at Minnesota uttered a warning, and I don't know how strong that warning remains, uh, that that game, they wanted to move that game to a Saturday. They did not want it on a Thursday. It's State Fair weekend in Minnesota. Their parking is uh, conjoined with what the University of Minnesota uses for their football, similar to what we had a couple of years ago with Northwestern in that Friday night oh. game. Uh, so, but, but now that we're closer to it, it seems less likely that they're going to move that. Uh, but it, it certainly... Do you like it every now and then? We've seen now where the conference itself has done that, uh, you know, excluding last year because of all of the different uh, twists and turns that last year took. But uh, I want to say two years ago it was maybe Northwestern and Purdue played in the first weekend of the season on a weeknight. So it's not, uh, you know, it's nice to see that it's a, a off the cuff thing. It's not a regular thing. Uh, and it certainly gives a little juice to uh, a week one matchup that maybe in normal years doesn't have some of the same sizzle hey paul i mean a state fair is always Plus that's a great create... stadium too right yeah Plus that's a is. great stadium that, that that stadium for those who you know a lot of times people ask what stadium should i go to and that one in minnesota a newer stadium tcf bank stadium uh is really set up very nicely on their campus the way it kind of looks out and uh, you can see an, an exterior area where people can watch it some from the outside and it's it's unfortunate that ohio state doesn't get there very often well, as I was saying, a state fair has always got to create some kind of issues for something. I mean, they're too gargantuan not to. But, Paul, uh, have a good one this Saturday. A lot of people I've talked to, they're really excited with fans coming back in. I'm sure even as a broadcaster, that's going to put a smile on your face as you call the action. And people just want to hear you and Jim Lachey and Matt Andrews and Skip Mosk and the whole crew back at it again. Well, we appreciate it. Remember the last game played at Ohio Stadium? There were no fans. Remember, the families weren't even allowed at the last home game. So Man. it'll be nice to see some bodies in the seats and see the band out there, too. Yeah, exactly. Can't wait for it, man. Have a good one, okay? Thanks, Tim. Yep, you got it. There goes Paul Keels, everybody. Hey, Kroger Pickup is the easy way to get what you need right when you need it. Try Kroger Pickup today in the Kroger app or at Kroger.com. Coming up, we're going to talk some more Buckeye football. We stay with the topic, right? We'll hit the red zone with Tim May of Letterman Row as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. You're listening to Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College presented by the James. Now the officials have been talking for quite some time. All righty, let's see what they have to say. Upon further review, there is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends we all go to collegeadvantage.com. First down. Well, that's not entirely unexpected. <laughs> Classic Bob. 
Here's to the ones who put in the work. The no days off, rise and grind warriors who live by the oath of my body is my temple. And when their temple needs to rebuild after a long workout, athletes of all types choose low-fat chocolate milk. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. Chocolate milk turns motivation Monday into flex Friday. Crush your goals with the help of a real recovery drink. Try it for yourself. Built with Chocolate Milk is brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. The 2021 Buckeye Cruise for Cancer is beachbound. Join Urban and Shelly Meyer and other former Buckeye greats in Fort Lauderdale. Join in on the fun in the sun June 16th through 20th at the Marriott Harbor Beach Resort and Spa. Call 614-792-6204 or visit BuckeyeCruise.com to book your reservation today. Go Buckeyes! Beat Cancer! This, this is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by the James. Timmy Hall back here with you as we just keep rolling on. It's Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto. Introducing the James Cancer Diagnostic Center, the first step in determining your specific type of cancer from the experts who study and treat cancer every day. Learn more at cancer.osu.edu. Guy Roundtable Red Zone. All right, he's with us. The GOAT, one of the legends of Buckeye football reporting. We have the Hall of Fame voice on and Paul Keels. Now we get one of the best guys to cover the team, and that's Tim May from Letterman Row. I can't, you know, just having you in my life, Tim, and just being your friend. That usually would be enough, but I can't die a happy man until I've played a round of golf with you. And that's something we've got to get done here in the next month or two, for once and for all. Yeah, well, I'm out here at the uh, uh, Sports Ohio uh, driving range right now. Literally, every <laughs> every slot is full. I mean, really, it says golf is dying. I mean, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, pretty fi- I'm pretty fired up about all kinds of things, but the idea that golf is dying is kind of crazy to me. You know, if they bring the price down a little bit, it'd be even better. It'd be even more resuscitated, but uh, yeah, one of these days we're going to play, man. I promise. Hey, man, I think I think golf is alive and well. I think there's a lot of good deals out there. If you just take a look oh, yeah. around, there's clinics, there's camps, there's public tracks, there's affordable private courses now all over the state of Ohio. I think it's I think it's absolutely fantastic, and any youngsters that want to get into the game, that they should. Moms and dads out there, it's it's a neat game, and it's a neat oh. game. And if you get in on it early, it, it can lead to some some great things in life. Absolutely, there's nothing there's nothing like hitting a tee ball flush. That is for sure. You can you can uh, attest to that. But uh, yeah, you're right. I was just joking about so, sort of about being affordable. But I mean, golfnow.com is on my uh, is is one of my apps, so I, I keep it handy. Yeah. Right. Well, Tim, you and I were texting earlier. Let's start this thing off about the quarterback race. And I mentioned how, you know, we were poking around and you were at practice Monday and we're kind of making up some depth charts based on what we see at a spring practice. But as I was saying earlier, you got to take that with a huge grain of salt. Is this maybe not so much CJ Stroud's position to lose like many people assume right now? Here's what you got to know. I mean, you know, he was the guy that went in when Justin got banged up a couple of times last year. So that tells you what they thought about the pecking order, you know? So, yeah. uh, and I'm just talking about last year. Uh, bottom line is, uh, um, Ryan Day has said many times, this is a wide open, uh, competition with, uh, J- as I call him, Jake, Jack James Miller, the third, 
and uh you know Cal McCord's in there pitching to the kid the kid fresh you know from Pennsylvania and uh, boy the other day he looked pretty good to me you know just I'm mean, just the just uh, from a presence of of being a quarterback and throwing the ball so did uh, Jack Miller and so did CJ Stroud so you know I have this argument a lot with uh, my cohort uh, at lettermanrow.com uh you know Austin Ward or as I call him awesome Ward and uh, and I I agree with this. If they had to go to if they had to go to if they had to go to battle tomorrow. You do believe C.J. Stroud would be the first guy there because he's the first guy they called on when Justin got banged up last year a couple of times. Um, so with that in mind, but I also truly believe it's an open battle, and uh, and uh, I don't think Ryan Day and Corey Dennis and Kevin Wilson and everybody else involved is has made up their mind, uh, you know, and I think they want to keep it that way through the middle of August next year. You know, the the, the thing about it is, you know, let's say they say they let's say they tell CJ he's the number one guy, and then you got Jack Miller sitting there. Does uh, after spring I'm talking about? Does he contemplate the portal? You know, uh, I think it'd be foolhardy because you at least give one one shot at where you are. You know, uh, Justin Fields. You know, obviously played as a freshman a little bit at all at uh, Georgia, but bottom line is, you know, uh, that's kind of what they're playing with right now. They're juggling that, but I don't believe it's clear cut. So that's where I fall on it. Tim May is with us, and how I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. What takes up more of your headspace? Is it the dominance that this wide receiver unit is flexing right now, or is it? The concerns maybe on the defensive side of the ball at this phase. Well, they both take up a lot of headspace because you've got to keep all the names in mind. You know, on the one hand, there's never been a deeper fleet of receivers since I've been covering this team starting in 1984, and I was around well before that. Uh, I've never seen a deeper fleet of receivers than I'm seeing right now. I'm not saying any of these guys is better than Chris Carter or. Uh, Terry Glenn or Santonio Holmes. Or, right, I get it. Uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? But, but I'm like an Emeka Ibuka, you know, a guy like yeah. that, too, who no Dude. one's going to talk about yeah. yet, but he just, just got like, his black stripe removed. Yeah. But he flashed the other day when we got to watch, and we got to watch like six periods, and uh, he's one of those guys that flashed, so it was no surprise to see his stripe come off. And I'm just talking about just from a from a depth standpoint of big-time four- and five-star guys, I've never seen it like this at Ohio State. I mean, Marvin Harrison Jr., are you kidding me? I mean, he looks like I he love can it. play. And, you know, and then you kind of Good forget for about Julian Fleming. You kind of forget about Julian Fleming and Jackson Smith and Jigba, uh, for example. But those guys, I mean, we all know Jackson Smith and Jigba can play. And uh, and then and then on top of that, you've got two of the, uh, you know, two of the elite receivers in the country uh, leading the pack, you know, with Olave and uh, Garrett Wilson. So that's why I say that. Whereas the flip side of it is, Defensively, I'm gonna write about this later this later this week. I keep telling Austin I'm gonna do it anyway, but uh, uh, you know there are gonna be a lot more questions and answers about the defense leaving Saturday uh, from the standpoint of you know the guys who weren't able to go through spring ball or or most of spring ball. I'm talking about seven banks. You know, I get banged up returning starting corner. You know, the only real regular back there right now is uh is josh proctor I and mean, i'm talking about the secondary so you've got a lot of these young guys to keep an eye on saturday you know like uh lathan ransom and ransom and uh you know uh uh legend cavazos i mean he seems to be coming on a little bit uh you know tyreek johnson they want to see him come on and you know i think the I think as they're probably telling them, the time has come. But you know, with Cam Brown also missing the spring, still recovering from that uh, 
that uh, Achilles injury he suffered last year, you know, the the party is wide open back there. And, you know, you might, that's why you might see a Denzel Burke uh, pop up and do some things. But you're not going to see that. You're not going to see the starting uh, seven of the back of the defense, starting back seven no. of the defense yeah. Saturday for sure, you know, with uh, Dallas Kent missing. Taraji Mitchell appeared to have a brace on the other day at practice. Uh, you know, Jerry, Jeremy Birmingham spotted that. And, uh, you know, so – it, it's wide open back there. Meanwhile, I think the defensive line, you know, it just keeps on keeping on. I mean, from the standpoint of a depth, depth and a guy stepping up, finally, Teron Vincent has seen the light. He's finally healthy and he's practicing like it. Uh, you know, those, those are guys that, you know, were big time recruits a couple, three years ago. And, uh, now, now it's their time and they seem to be taking advantage of it. Tim, before I let you go, can you put the phone on speaker and tee up a drive right now? Can you no, do that I'm real quick? Way back. I'm, I'm standing way, at, way back. Oh, you're not you're not at the the hitting bay, right? You're not just no, you're not so just doing this it. talk for everybody so they can no, have I mean, a little entertainment while they hit their golf shots. As soon, soon as I put my balls down, this guy next to me said, "Aren't you Tim May?" And I went, "Yeah." What's mm-hmm. your name? He goes, "Jordan." And then he starts popping them. So uh, you know, I wouldn't want to do that anyway because that would either embarrass everybody else or embarrass me. He said, aren't you Tim May? And then you pulled a, like a bottle of bourbon out of the golf bag and took a sip and said, yeah, ain't it cool? No, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what I did. I pulled my seven iron out and started hitting it crisply. That's the I best love thing it. you can do in that situation. Tim, uh, we got to go and talk to Greg Beals, the baseball coach, man. But I always love catching up with you. Tim May from Letterman Rose Spring Game coming up this weekend. Thanks a lot, buddy. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, by the way, we got a pregame show, you know, from 10 to 1145. Everybody can tune in to on 97, the one, the fan with Anthony Rothman and, uh, and Crankenstein, a.k.a. Jake Ballard. So it's going to be fun, man. All right. All right, Tim. We'll catch that out. We'll, we'll be sure to check up on that. Thank you so much, man. And hey, everyone, sure. th- there is still time to register for the virtual Ohio State four miler presented by Byers Auto, the Ohio Beef Council and Raising Canes, April 16th to the 18th. Fans can run or walk wherever they are, get an official shirt, race bib and finishers medal from more and to register, go to OhioStateFourMiler.com. A portion of the Four Miler goes to the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer, benefiting the Urban and Shelley Meyer Fund for Cancer Research. We're talking baseball with Greg Beals next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Presented by the James. Hi, this is Paul Keels. This Buckeye season, don't let a broken windshield ruin your game plan. Safe Light Auto Glass makes it easy to get your windshield fixed with their mobile glass shops all over Central Ohio. They can come to you anywhere, giving Buckeye fans more time for game time. OH? Man, I love that. Schedule at SafeLight.com. Safe Light Auto Glass is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Are you ready to buy a home but worried you can't afford it? When you use the Ohio Housing Finance Agency's down payment assistance or its discounted interest rate for recent college grads, teachers, nurses, veterans, and more, buying a home isn't as tough. Not a first-time home buyer? We've got a program for you, too. Find out if you qualify at myohiohome.org. That's myohiohome.org. Homeownership, it's within reach. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova Insurance relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. 
Your independent and Cobra insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, and Cobra provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encova Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova Insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by the James. Timmy Hall here with you. If things are changing at your bank, maybe it's time to change banks. Heartland Bank has been proudly supporting the communities they serve since 1911 and encouraged Buckeye Nation to buy local and bank local. Community banking is alive and well in the Heartland. Proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. It's time to talk Ohio State baseball. This is Buckeye Roundtables in the Dugout with Coach Greg Beals. All right, one of my favorite segments of the week because we're talking baseball with the head coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes. That's Greg Beals. And, Coach, we got to enjoy this one because it's our season-ending roundtable show. That means you and your team, you're just going to have to take the baton and rock it till the end of May. You good with that? Yeah, we'll do it. This has been fun, though, and we'll miss it. But I guess uh, I guess Matty Andrews and I will get it done from here on out. That's right. The coaches show, you and Matty Andrews, that's going to be a blast. I cannot wait. So, Coach, why don't you give us an idea of what the message to the guys has been early this week? I know you were lifting yesterday. You're going to practice here. Just You've been playing great baseball. You got the win against the rival on Friday, and you had exactly what you wanted on Sunday, which was a chance to take that road series, but things just didn't fall for you. Yeah, we had a disappointing day on Sunday. Kind of an ugly day, weather, rain, and, uh, and, and scoreboard, and everything. It was always in Buckeye way. Um, right. You know, we were coming off five straight wins and, and playing good baseball, and, and really that's the message. We just, you know, we're fine. We lost a couple ball games. We just got to get back in the saddle here, train like we always train, prepare like we like we always prepare, and get ready to go to Maryland. We got to keep our swag and we got to keep our confidence. You talk about confidence. You talk about swagger. I mean, you look up and we're exactly at the midway point. Twenty-two up, yeah. twenty-two to go. You've won games in a multitude of ways. You've really hung the hat on the solid pitching. That's been there for you. Cade and Zach have been really consistent at the plate. Do you feel some offensive fireworks are on the horizon, and how do you keep working towards that? Well, I, I, I do, and I, and I appreciate that question because our offense has, has been scrutinized, you know, and, and it got off to a slow start, and no question about it. But, we're, I, you know, for lack of better terms, we're trending. Our offense is trending. The numbers that I keep track of, the quality at-bats, the hard hits. Right. Uh, I just really feel like the offense is trending, and I'm excited to see uh, what the back half of the season has done. And the thing that everybody needs to realize is these guys haven't had live consistently live at-bats for over a year because college summer ball was shut down. Obviously, the season last year was shut down in, in the middle of March through so, the hitting is a lot, there's a lot of time in the world with hitting, and I think our guys are just getting caught up a little bit there. So I'm excited to see the second half as they bring from an offense. 
We got Greg Beals. We're talking baseball right here on Buckeye Roundtable. So your spot right now with the standings, Nebraska, Michigan, and Indiana, you are right there with them. The sweep over the Hoosiers was huge. Now you go play three in College Park we talked about. You've seen Maryland. You faced Jason Savakul. The other big dude I would imagine you'll see now is Sean Burke. Perfect games preseason Big yeah. Ten Pitcher of the Year. Yeah, six foot six four seamer that I know he isn't having the season that he wanted yet, uh, what do you expect from the Terps? Well, a couple of things. One is we haven't seen Burke, and Burke's Olympic. The fastball is really good. Uh, big kid that throws hard. It's uh, We're going to have to be disciplined, make him command the strike zone, be in the zone. If we can wear him down a little bit and get into that bullpen, that's where I think we can really have success. Uh, you know, Our team versus their team is in, in those type of matchups. It's a good offensive team. They're very aggressive. Uh, in, in the batter's box. So, uh, we had success when we were spinning our off speed pitches to them. So we got to stay ahead in the count, use those off speed pitches to force action and, and they will struggle with the, with the good breaking balls that, that we can throw. So it's just going to be a matter of execution, really. That's what it's going to come down to. I think we match up very good with them. If we have to keep them playing the way we're capable of. We'll be fine out there. And we got the big weekend series coming up. Coach, I was wondering if you had been in touch with Dylan Dingler or if anyone else on the team was staying close, followed him a little bit in spring training, and it was seeming like A.J. Hinch was liking what he saw there. What's up with Dylan right now? Yeah, we keep in touch with him. We keep in touch with all of our guys. And, you know, it's been a really exciting time for, for Dylan. And it's coming off his draft season. And, he, um, you know, he spent the spring training with the big league group. Uh, he's now back in Florida in the minor league camp. So instead of holding him at bay for the possibility of playing, in, you know, in the, on the taxi squad, they're going to send him out and he's going to play on the minor league team here to get started and get some competition in, which I think is the right move. Man. The young man needs to, right. needs to get some out of that bats and, and, and play for a team and play to win some ball games as opposed to just doing exhibition stuff, staying ready for taxi squad. So what's the biggest key for you guys I would imagine these next three weeks you would view as being pretty big if you're going to be in that Big Ten hunt. What's the mantra, Ben? Yeah, our guys believe that. You know, you're, you're, you're exactly right. We're right there. Um, when you look at the standings, we've played the top half of the standings, and we haven't played the bottom half of the standings. Um, so we have more home games than road games. You know, we have one more series at home than we have on the road. So some things show like they're in our favor. We just got to go out one ball game, one at a time, one, one game at a time, one series at a time. We keep winning games, winning series, we're going to be right in the thick of it. All right, so Little League is actually firing up everywhere in Central Ohio. I know being a dad, it's an exciting time. You got a lot of young people that listen to the station, that listen to the show now. Believe me, I know it. And there's, there's kids with big dreams out there. What's some advice you would give to them going into yet another season? Have fun. You know, just have fun playing the game. Um, practice, you know, you got to practice. And we got, you know, now that the weather's getting good, our young people need to get outside, put the video games down, and go outside and, and practice and play. Um, have fun with the game. It's a hard game. You yeah. know, you, you got to hit, and, and times you you're, you make outs and you have to go. and. Baseball's a game that you can't hide. You've got to step up to the batter's box you know, two or three times a game at least. And um, and that's where the kids need to embrace that, embrace that competition, uh, and, and know that you're not going to win every single time. And that doesn't mean that you're not playing a great baseball game. 
I mean, if nothing else, throw and catch every single day. You can do that just right outside your front door. I, I got to ask you, we'll leave it with this. Who's the head groundskeeper or turf maintenance engineer there at Bill Davis Stadium? And when did he or she teach you how to mow your lawn like that? <laughs> hey, if you, you've been following me on Twitter. I guess, you know what? You know I've it. always loved taking care of, taking care of my yard. and it, You know, it's kind of a, a hobby of me. I got three daughters at the house. You know, my wife and three daughters got the inside. I get the outside. Right. Leave me alone. I'm right. on the mower. I got this. <laughs> yeah, so that's my safe haven at the house, and I love taking care of the yard. And, you know, been on the baseball field my whole life. and so seen all kinds of patterns and different ways to do things. So I just try to bring it to the house a little bit. Oh, yeah, the whole idea is I see how much pressure I can put on my neighbors. Yeah, no, you're doing a great job, and I'm just wondering if uh, if you're going to rent out some field time. You know, it's weird. It's almost like trying to find an ice rink, getting a field here in Central Ohio for some practices or some games. Just let me know what you charge. We can get the team out there. We can do some fly ball practice, okay? Sounds great, man. <laughs> Greg Beals, hey, man, this has been fantastic. Want to get you on the local show on our flagship here for the rest of the season, too, and keep checking in with you. But best of luck the rest of the way. All right, that'd be awesome. I appreciate you. There goes Greg Beals. And, folks, we have a solid second hour coming up, so do not miss it. Matt Andrews, Skip Mossick, and from Letterman Row, Spencer Holbrook. He's going to talk some recruiting with us, but we'll go around the country, or sorry, around the state, and talk some spring football. That's coming up. A lot coming up in the second hour. Don't go anywhere. It's Buckeye Roundtable. Presented by Byers Auto is on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Presented by the James. Timmy Hall back here with you. Again, we've got a really good second hour coming up in the next segment. We'll talk some Buckeye football recruiting with Spencer Holbrook from Letterman Row. A lot of guys, a lot of things to break down on that front. But welcome back to the show. Make sure you join Paul Keels and Jim Lachey Thursday from 6 to 7 p.m. as they break down spring football with Coach Ryan Day and get you ready for Saturday's spring game at Ohio Stadium. It's time for the Encoba Insurance High School Player Award on Buckeye Roundtable. All right, one of the highlights of the Buckeye Roundtable show is the presentation of the Encova Insurance Archie Griffin Athlete of the Week Award. During each roundtable show, Encova Insurance and the Ohio State Sports Network will honor an athlete for their outstanding play and team leadership. This week's recipient is... Joe Godwin, defensive back from Ohio Dominican, the junior out of Cleveland, played a critical role in the Panthers' big 14-10 win over Finley. And uh, just a reminder, we're talking about spring football right now, alive and well in Division Two and Division Three, and in the FCS in some cases, Youngstown State. Because the pandemic moved over to the spring season, so it's pretty awesome right now. The honors, though, are just pouring in for Godwin because he was named the Great Midwest Conference's Defensive Player of the Week as well, and why not? Finley was averaging 44 points of offense this season, an unstoppable force. We've talked about them before. Godwin not only had three pass breakups, but he forced a fumble, as well as his defense forced three Finley turnovers in the red zone. Then take a look at the play he made with 90 seconds left in the ball game. Broke up a key fourth down and four pass 
pass at about the ODU 30-yard line. It would seal it. Pretty amazing when you note that Finley had a 342-192 to advantage in total yards. And with that performance, their defense has now held opponents to 10 points or less in 10 of their last 12 games. That win puts the Panthers at the top of the standings at 4-0, all in conference. Tiffin is 4-0 as well, but one of those wins came out of conference. And wouldn't you know it, guess what game is coming up Saturday, April 17th at noon in Columbus? ODU hosting Tiffin. So congrats to head coach Kelly Cummings and to Joe Godwin for getting the job done. He is this week's recipient. Congratulations once again to Joe, the recipient of the Encova Insurance Archie Griffin Athlete of the Week Award. Encova Insurance, a longtime radio sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. It's time for the American Dairy Association Mini Spring Football Top Performers. Yeah, let's kick it around the state a little bit more. The other thing to point out from that ODU win this past Saturday were the milestones hit in the sluggish offensive performance. Redshirt junior Evan Ernst went over 5,000 passing yards for his career. Congrats to him. That's cool. Senior Frederick Pitts, the fifth, went over 1,000 rushing yards for his career. Just the ninth guy in program history to do so. Let's look at those Tiffin Dragons as they head into the big game against ODU. They blanked Kentucky Wesleyan 21 nothing. so just an all-around brilliant day for the defense. Defense, right? Their quarterback, Nick Watson, who is a very talented player, mentioned in this segment already, was named the conference's offensive player of the week. Watson only threw for 116 yards on 15 of 28 passing, but he had a touchdown pass and he ran it 29 yards. And with the other two touchdowns in the game on the ground on defense, it was Jeremiah Tucker led all with 10 tackles, including two TFLs and Patrick Tuama had an inter- had an interception in the game. He returned that one 29 yards. Good job by him. Let's move over to. How about some Mountain East football in Division Two? Congratulations to Notre Dame College. The Falcons are the kings of the North. They're in the conference championship game. They demolished Wheeling University 55-7. Wide receiver Devonair Conleaf. I love saying that name. He had his best game with five catches, 113 yards, including a 53-yard touchdown catch. And the man of the day, though, was running back Tabius Taylor. He went nuts. 267 yards, two scores on the ground, 11.1 yard per carry. What is he, what does he think he is? J.K. Dobbins? The Falcons are unbeaten at 4-0 and are going to host the championship game on Saturday against South Division champ, University of Charleston. I like hearing some of these out-of-state schools because I feel like every time I take a road trip, it involves going through Wheeling, West Virginia, or Charleston, West Virginia. And there I just mentioned both those schools in that one little blip there. Let's go Division Three right now. What a game it was. The game of the year in the OAC. Heidelberg and Ohio Northern battled on Friday. It was the first home game for the Berg since they learned of the passing of sophomore Curtis Hellman, who died after an ATV accident two weeks ago. And they did him proud, knocking off the Polar Bears 42-35 to to put them in the conference championship game. Running back Montavious Yearby, he was the man, carried it 27 times for 194 yards. He had eight carries for 60 yards on the game-winning drive alone. Jace Grossman would be the guy to score the winning touchdown from three yards out with just 34 seconds left. The student princes will take on... Who else? Mount Union for the crown on Friday night in Alliance. 
checking out the Marietta Pioneers for a minute. Congrats to senior Kyle Gallagher. He was named OAC Defensive Player of the Week for his performance in the 29-7 win over Muskingum. The Muskies are struggling. He had 10 tackles, 2.5 for loss, and a sack. The Fighting Muskies were only able to muster 56 yards on the ground on 31 attempts. Marietta will close the season Friday night against Wilmington. Mount St. Joseph in the Heartland Conference got to 4-1 and with a 49-30 win over Anderson. The Josh Taylor Show again. Their quarterback, boy, is he good. 192 yards passing, two touchdowns, no interceptions, 169 yards on the ground, and four touchdowns. No one can stop this guy. And last thing, excuse me, let's do the FCS report where we look at the Youngstown State Penguins, the only team going right now at that level in Ohio. Probably wishes it wasn't at this point. They fell on the road 21-10 to Missouri State. That drops them to 1-6 on the season. Jaleel McLaughlin has been a bright spot on this team. They're rushing for 100 yards yet again. He hit 100 on the dot on 20 carries, but the team was unable to move the ball through the air with any regularity. They're going to finish the season with a makeup game against North Dakota Saturday at noon. The Fighting Hawks, you talk about being riddled with COVID, having problems. They have not had a game since March 20th, so see how that goes. And that'll do it. I think that'll be a, a wrap for everything there. Our top performers from around the state was presented by the American Dairy Association Mideast. If you want an edge on your competition, start by fueling up with nutrient-rich, protein-packed, low-fat chocolate milk to give you the nutrition athletes need. Spencer Holbrook, he's going to drop by from Letterman Row, talk a little bit about uh, that recruiting camp that just went down in Central Ohio on Sunday and also how we're quickly approaching a very key spot on the calendar. Also some of his impact guys in this 22 recruiting class. He'll take us on the trail as the Buckeye Roundtable continues. For a Buckeye Roundtable coming up, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by the James. Come on Now, community banking is the lifeblood of the American financial system, building strong, lasting relationships. We're just better able to help guide you down life's road. Flexibility is paramount to success. Community banking is alive and well in the Heartland. I'm Scott McComb, CEO. Come on over to Heartland, where banking really feels good. Rare banking feels good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. This is Paul Keels, voice of the Ohio State Buckeyes. The Convenience Stores of Speedway is proud to be a sponsor of Ohio State Athletics and your first choice for value and convenience. Start your day at Speedway with a great selection of hot and cold beverages, energy drinks, pastries, and everything else you need to get going. Speedway, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. We're on your way, the Convenience Stores of Speedway. Just like our conference really has 14 teams, if I say I ate a hot dog, I really mean three. That's my hot dog confession. My fiance is cool with serving Sherdale hot dogs at our wedding. She's definitely the one. That's my hot dog confession. I can still raise my arms in the shape of an O while holding two hot dogs. O-H-I-O. That's my hot dog confession. Look for Sugardale, the official hot dog of Ohio State Athletics, next time you stop into your local grocery store. It's the one with a bite out of it. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by the James. Timmy Hall back here with you. Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto rolling on. Pre-game or post-game, nothing beats fresh 
Never ever frozen chicken fingers dipped in craveable cane sauce, made fresh daily in their kitchens. It's their one love. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. It's time to talk Ohio State recruiting. This is Buckeye Roundtables on the trail. And I love I love this guy. I love how he's still willing to do it with us because he's basically just all things Ohio State football, and he's he's not just a man that's tied down to recruiting topics, but it's it's kind of the same thing, isn't it, Spencer? How one thing feeds the next. I mean, we don't have any football to talk about if we don't have our minds wrapped around the trail, right? And what they're always going out there and doing and giving out offers and handing out scholarships and following these guys for the year or two that they're Buckeye commitments. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what's more constant in life. You know, Ohio State continuing on the recruiting trail 365 days a year, or are you making me hungry every time you read the Canes ad before I hop on here with you? <laughs> right? Spencer Holbrook is a, a man who enjoys raising Canes, which, you know, means that I like you. It means that you're a regular guy, you're a normal human being, you're not a psychopath, because if that Raising Cane's read doesn't get you like driving towards one of their locations at about 7.14 in the evening, right? Then something's the matter with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's one within walking distance of my apartment, so you really have me in trouble right now. Luckily, I, <laughs> I, I learned my lesson. I ate dinner before I came on the show this time. So I, I think I know where you live then, just by, by you telling <laughs> me that and by me sort of knowing where all of the locations are. I, I wonder when you have like a recruiting camp in town, and maybe you got some guys that don't live in cities that are flourishing with Raising Cane's, if uh, some of those guys, Buckeye Commitments and otherwise, that were here Sunday in Central Ohio at the Fortress Obets for a little Sunday morning camp. And why, why to you are these things important, Spencer? Well, they're important right now because these guys can get in front of some, some eyes and, and people can get a better read on where they are and where things are. And it, it does kind of, kind of stink for them right now because, you know, these coaches can't be at these camps and they can't evaluate and, and they can't see them in person. But, you know, our guy Berm was there and he can, he can, uh, you know, now talk about these guys with a little more clarity. You can see how these guys have gone through a winter. You know, when we go to Ohio State spring practice, all the guys look different because they've had another winter and coach Mix, uh, program. Well, these these high school kids are the same way. They had another winter to put on some weight or, or take off some weight, cut down or bulk up, and and change their bodies a little bit. And I think yeah, you know, these camps in the spring are important because they kind of set the tone for the camp circuit. That's probably going to come in the summer, and it's going to be a big one for sure since they didn't have one last year. Well, and it kind of blends into the next thing. What's huge right now, and we could see it coming, but June first, and why we are now less than two months away from something that's going to be big for everybody in college football. Yeah, I, I think that bubble is going to burst. Um, I know that there are, you know, so uh, there's still a little bit of skepticism. I think it's just like, uh, I'll see it when I believe it, that the, that the dead period is going to be lifted. I personally believe, I know that us, uh, uh, those of us at Letterman Row certainly believe that, that this dead period is going to end. I think that, that um, June 1st is a good day for everything. I think Ohio State's going to have kids on campus the first weekend of June. I think, you know, they're starting to get an idea of what they're going to be allowed to do, what they're not going to be allowed to do when it comes to maybe being able to work some of these guys out when they get on campus and maybe being able to do some other things um, that are a little different just because they've missed so much time. But that June 1st day is going to be huge, and, you know, it's huge for everybody. It's great for the programs. It's great for the kids especially great for the kids because now they can finally get on campus and figure out actually where they want to play college football and spend the next four years and, you know, make a 40 year decision. 
Spencer Holbrook from Letterman Row. He's talking some Buckeye football with us and mainly keeping things to on the trail right now. Now, you know, mentioning some of those guys that were at the camp, it's it was pretty linebacker heavy for for the Buckeyes for what they've got in that 2022 class, and that's great, you know. You can you can always circle a cluster of players, and it could be you know some years you look at a class and you're like, well, that's the year where they beef up offensive linemen. That's a year you know we had here recently where it was wide receivers galore, and the class was sort of built on that. Linebackers, that's great. But if, if is there a specific guy that's set up right now for for 2022 that you really just have circled for whatever reason? You know, it's funny. It's, it has to be C.J. Hicks. And I know he gets the, the moniker of Captain yeah. Buckeye because he's been a, he's been a great recruiter for Ohio State, you know, person to Pearson, peer to peer recruiter. But his rise is really just now starting. You know, I think he's the number eighteen player in the twenty four seven composite rankings right now. He's just continued to, you know, accelerate up those recruiting boards, and I don't think he's done yet. You know, he he's a guy that last summer, you know, Berman and I were at the same place at, at the Fortress at Obets, and 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 the number one linebacker in the country, Sean Murphy, was there, and C.J. Hicks look like a completely different player from the number one linebacker in the country. And now you see that he's made, CJ Hicks has made that leap up these rankings and you really start to understand why when you see him in person, when you see the way he moves, you see the way he can track the football for a linebacker, you see the way he runs and everything that he can do mixed with just his athletic ability naturally, he is a special kind of athlete. And I think, you know, today we, we just recorded a, an episode of our, our recruiting podcast, Berman and I did today and Berman compared him to uh, what he believes could be Darren Lee, and I think that's a perfect comparison for him. Ohio State's kind of been missing that Darren Lee linebacker, not that the linebackers have been bad. They just haven't had like a Darren Lee type, and I think Mm -hmm. that's hard to find. And when you get one, it's a huge deal, and to have one already committed to be the primary recruiter in your class and for him to continue to rise, and I think he's going to end up being a top 15, top 10 player in the country when it's all said and done. He's that kind of special. I'm really excited to see him as these camp circuits start up again. I got to ask you, you know, we, we've got, we got Emeka Igbuka in this 2021 class here, and he had the black stripe removed just today, I, I think, right? Well, the, the other guy that's still stuck at the top of the 2021 class, and I'm looking, I'm looking at his profile right now, and a lot of people think he's still going to Ohio State, but what is the deal with JT Tuimo Allow from Sammamish, Washington? If you put him on the other side of Jack Sawyer, I mean, we've been talking about this guy for what feels like a year. I mean, look out if they get that done. What's the story there? Do we know anything? Uh, actually, it's kind of funny because, no, we don't know anything. Uh, JT is a really private guy. He's finishing his football season right now out in uh, San Luis, Washington. He's a very uh, private, um, reserved guy who just kind of puts his head down and goes to work. He only talks to one recruiting analyst. Um, I, I promise the listeners, the viewers, whoever, you know, Berm and I have both been trying to get in contact with him. It does not work. He just does not talk. And so it, it's one of those private recruitments that, you know, Alabama feels good about him. Washington feels good about him. Oregon feels good about him. USC, Ohio State feels great about him. So it's just kind of wait and see mode. And I think if this thing is going to drag out to, into June, I think he's going to take official visits because he's just the kind of guy who wants to do that. And, and whoever he you know, decides to feel comfortable with once his official visits happen, that's, that's where he's going to sign. And I think, you wow. know, the ball is in his court because he's such a talented player. You know, I'm on the record as, as well as, you know, all of us at Letterman are on the record. He's the kind of player that can step in immediately and play as a true freshman, regardless of when he enrolls. He's that kind of special talented. So now you just, you just, you know, Ohio State's going to 
uh, roll out the red carpet whenever they can and then hope that they can land him. Strong side defensive end, six foot five, two hundred and seventy seven pounds, and he is a machine. So let's hope, let's hope to make a great class even better. And boy, it just it seems like if you're not showing up early, that you don't exist. But there are there are guys that are still coming later on in the year, doing it the more traditional way. So we cannot forget about those guys. Spencer, I always love catching up with you, man. Should be fun on Saturday. Get out there, uh, enjoy a spring game for the Buckeyes, will you? Yeah, I'm excited to get back to into the horseshoe. I think we all are excited to to, uh, to get back into Ohio Stadium and enjoy some football. All right, man. We'll talk some more when it's done. Sounds good. Thank you. Yep, you got it, man. And also, I don't know if, if he's still on the line because he'll get hungry again. Papa John's wants you to buck up and help beat cancer. You can use the promo code buckup at papajohns.com and save $2 on any order over 20 bucks. And your locally owned Papa John's will donate $1 to the James at Ohio State. With over 11,000 raised this year and over 500,000 since 2017, join us to buck up and beat cancer. This guy, Matt Andrews, for our network, he is so busy calling baseball. He was in Ann Arbor. He was at Buckeye football practice on Monday in advance of doing his sideline gig for Saturday. We're going to do all things Buckeyes with Matty A. As the Buckeye Roundtable continues. You're listening to Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College presented by the James. Here's to the ones who put in the work. The no-days-off, rise-and-grind warriors who live by the oath of my body is my temple. And when their temple needs to rebuild after a long workout, athletes of all types choose low-fat chocolate milk. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. Chocolate milk turns Motivation Monday into Flex Friday. Crush your goals with the help of a real recovery drink. Try it for yourself. Built with Chocolate Milk is brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Hey, Buckeye fans, Paul Keels here. As you may know, Cardinal Health and Ohio State Athletics are both working to stop the spread of COVID in our communities. With this in mind, you probably have questions about the vaccine. First, experts agree the vaccine is safe and effective. Now's the time to talk to your health care provider and to make a plan for how you'll get vaccinated. And, of course, continue to follow the safety protocols. Mask up, keep our distance, and wash your hands. For more info on how you can learn more, visit coronavirus.ohio.gov. Cardinal Health, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Just like our conference really has 14 teams, if I say I ate a hot dog, I really mean three. That's my hot dog confession. My fiance is cool with serving Sherdale hot dogs at our wedding. She's definitely the one. That's my hot dog confession. I can still raise my arms in the shape of an O while holding two hot dogs. O-H-I-O. That's my hot dog confession. Look for Sugardale, the official hot dog of Ohio State Athletics, next time you stop into your local grocery store. It's the one with a bite out of it. This, this is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by the James. Timmy Hall back here with you. It's Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Buyers Auto. I hope you guys are having a fantastic Tuesday evening. We're into the middle of the week now. I mean, shoot, when Tuesday's over. I mean, Wednesday and Thursday, they just fly by. It's basically Friday. You basically made it to the weekend. So that's my positive spin for the night, okay? Introducing the James Cancer Diagnostic Center, the first step in determining your specific type of cancer from the experts who study and treat cancer every day. Learn more at cancer.osu.edu. It's time for the Elk and Elk Report from Learfield IMG College on the Ohio State Sports Network. Presented by the James. 
All right, so the one thing that we got from Ryan Day in yesterday's press conference was something that was a little out of left field, but he said not to worry, and we didn't really get any context about it, but Nicholas Petit-Ferrer, who has earned a starting spot on this offensive line at right tackle. This was a big deal now, as good as the newcomer Paris Johnson Jr. from down out of Cincinnati. I mean, you're talking about an epic type of offensive lineman recruit. Maybe not Orlando Pace. You can't call anyone Orlando Pace until they go out and be Orlando Pace. But big, major prospect. And he expected to play tackle, but you've got Thayer Munford and Nicholas Petit-Ferrer. Paris Johnson Jr. has moved into play guard. Well, Nicholas was out on Monday. Ryan Day said he's going to be back soon. It's not long-term, so maybe he goes in the spring game, but we'll keep our, our eyes open, our ears open as well on that front. Dewan Jones was able to get out there, so that's nice. Our injury report was presented by Elk and Elk. Serious fans for Ohio State Athletics. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Go Bucks. This is Buckeye Roundtable's All Things Buckeyes with Matt Andrews. Matt Andrews, everybody. It's really all you have to say. How are you doing, man? It's been a while since we've talked. I'm well, Tim. Thanks. How are you on this great Tuesday evening? Well, I mean, couldn't be better, right? I mean, I, I took a bunch of walks today, got the show prepped, talked to Greg Beals, your guy. You're getting ready to talk to a little bit more here for the rest of the season, right? Yeah, we'll have a local coaches show that will begin next Monday. Uh, when the Buckeyes aren't playing on Monday, uh, it'll go to Tuesday. But uh, uh, they're they're having uh, a pretty good year. It was a tough weekend in Ann Arbor. A lot of unusual things going on up there. Uh, we didn't even know there was a spring game going on until we found out about it the day after on Sunday. But they had a, a closed everything spring game on Saturday. Baseball team uh, dropped two of three to Michigan. Michigan winning the last two. Ohio State baseball has not won a series in Ann Arbor since 1999. So uh, they had a great chance to do it. They couldn't quite get it done. But still a really good first half of the year for Greg Beals and the baseball Buckeyes. What were you saying about a spring game, Matt? Michigan had their spring game Saturday. Oh, nobody oh. knew. Nobody knew it was going on. Oh, nobody knew. Gotcha, you had no gotcha. clue. There was no media. Nobody cares. No, well, clearly, right? People care. They put a hundred thousand in. Well, yeah, but it's just bizarre. Anyway, not not to get off the topic, but yeah, we had really no clue what went on until Sunday. They were telling us, uh, "Oh yeah, we had our spring game yesterday." Really. So, and the big house is only a football field or so away from where the baseball team plays. Wow. That, did you just sort of, y you were told about that? Could you, would you have known just would from have the had noise? No clue. Would, would have no, had no, no clue. noise. Nothing. Nobody gathered. There were no fans. There was no movement around the stadium. Now we played from noon to 3.30 on Saturday, but I had no idea. Wow. Did, does that tell you anything about, the differences, just, I mean, you really can make a laundry list of everything that's happened positively for Ohio State, negatively for Michigan. That seems, I mean, if it was a, a program that was thriving, you wouldn't, you wouldn't really make a thing out of it. Actually, you would. It's just very weird because football powerhouses, when they can, they would open that thing up and celebrate the fact that spring football is coming to an end and you'd have some excitement about it, not do it in complete secrecy. I know we're in a pandemic and Michigan's leaders yes. have been a little bit of a different type of way about the pandemic, but you still think that would be publicized and people would know about it. 
Yeah, but to be fair, like you said, it, it's it's not nearly as good in Michigan right now as it is, I think, or at least uh, progressing as it is here in Ohio. Uh, they've got some things going on up there. That being said, uh, where we stayed, you know, it was very very tidy. And uh, but yes, things are things are not great up there in terms of the virus right now. So, but it is unusual. Uh, you know, usually. There's coverage regardless of whether it's TV or radio or newspaper or just a few beat writers. Um, but it didn't seem to be a big thing at all up there. And, you know, a lot of that probably goes to say about the times they're having a recent, a recently yeah. up there with the football program. And they did. They released some notes and some highlights about it after the fact. And there's some things on the Internet if you want to read about the Michigan Wolverines football team. But they are there. We are here. And we all know how the rivalry is going. And Matt... That's still one of the things that this football program strives for every single day, even at a spring football practice in early April. You got to take one of these in on Monday. What sort of things are you looking out for? How do you how do you broadcast this spring football game when it's it's a little bit difficult? I mean, you get to have some some. Spe- are you are you going to be on the sideline for this one? I don't know because I know I, with the way I have no idea. You do, I'm, just I'm not sure. Be yet. there right to work Saturday. I don't know. Uh, I'm not, the first. This will be the first time since I returned in a working capacity to Columbus to be able to work one of these because typically we've got baseball games and baseball coverage, but we will not be in College Park this weekend. So uh, I don't know if we'll be on the sideline. I'll just be watching and trying to listen to the guys and and see things maybe that they're not seeing or if there's number changes. I don't know if we'll be close. I can't imagine we're not going to be further up than we were last year, which was in Double A for most of the year. But <laughs> it'll be great to be in the shoot it'll be great to see the band back on the field it'll be great to to see something going on that we all enjoy and love and a, a new crop of buckeyes uh it was good to get there monday we were fortunate enough to uh, to be there with a few of our of our cohorts including paul and jim and we watched about six periods and watched them warm up and had a certain view and vantage point and uh, it's it's exciting. You know, there are a lot of key components that we're not out there practicing that we won't see Saturday. But uh, right. I, I think we're anticipating seeing some of these younger players, seeing what the defense might look like a little bit on the back end, watching these uh, receivers, which appear to be extremely a deep area of, of resource for the Buckeyes. And I was very impressed with the depth and just the, the physical nature, obviously, of the defensive linemen and the little time we had to see them uh, during that practice Monday morning. Matt, one more thing. You got any inklings on who a spring game star might be coming up Saturday? Oh, well, let's let's just take a stab and say a Marvin Harrison Jr. or somebody, maybe it's a, a good Mecca pick. and Big Buka. A uh, lot of lot of talent there, a lot of raw young guys. Um, yeah, it's hard to tell. And again, who knows what it's going to look like? Maybe it'll be a half football. I think Coach Day said that we'll play half a game, and then maybe we'll we'll do some um, some situational stuff. Hey, we're going to see Scarlett and Gray football in the horseshoe on Saturday, and to, I think right now that's what we all really anticipate and look forward to. All right. Matt Andrews, one of our fine broadcasters here for Ohio State Athletics. Always appreciate it and have a good call. However that call is going to be, you're like you said, you're there, you're ready to work. I'm going to do whatever's needed to help out the broadcast. Uh, have, have fun and look forward to it. All right, Tim. Thanks so much, man. Yep, absolutely. Good stuff, Matt. And coming up here, one final dance party for the season with Skip Mossick as he'll tell us everything you need to know about 
running that broadcast that we're talking about for this spring football game. We'll hit some uh, some news and notes that happened this week with Buckeye basketball as well. And possibly squeeze in a little golf talk because pretty big tournament for the Buckeyes is coming up here soon. That's next as the Buckeye Roundtable continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College presented by the James. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova Insurance relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encova provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encova Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova Insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. A revolution in lung cancer treatment is happening at the James. We're proving lung cancer isn't solely defined by location and stage, but rather the individual molecules and genes that drive it. Simply put, there is no routine lung cancer. That's why our world-renowned specialists put their expertise towards treating one particular lung cancer, yours. At the James, we go beyond the routine to prevent, detect, treat, and cure your lung cancer. To learn more, call 1-800-293-5066. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by the James. Timmy Hall back here with you. We've got a couple segments left tonight. At the end of the show, we'll get you completely caught up in everything else that you might have missed here this past weekend or what's coming up as we go around the block O. But just want to remind you, the Buckeye Roundtable is brought to you in part by Encova Insurance. From the Charlie Bears Land of Dance in Whitehall, it's time for the Skip Mossick Dance Party on Buckeye Roundtable. Oh, you know what? You know, we're going to get the we're going to get the little Bluetooth speaker and we're going to be those guys because I talked earlier about <laughs> finally getting around in with the great Tim May. Skip Mossick and I are going to get out there and swing the sticks on Friday morning and I can't wait. And we're just going to listen to some Bee Gees as we just cruise down the fairway. We're going to make everybody I'm- else around us happy. I'm sure all the members there will just love <laughs> the right. Saturday Night Fever right. soundtrack in their background. Absolutely. Timmy, how you doing? I'm doing great. How about this how's, weather? How's huh? the Papa John's? That's one thing I miss about the Fall Roundtable is oh. we have you know, Papa John's every single week. And the difference is it's just you versus... It's just me. You know, Studio M here with my huge basement spread out. I mean, with with Lachey and Keels. I mean, I'm just now getting the Papadia smell, although it was fantastic, (laughs) out of the basement right now. I can still smell it. It's great. I miss it. It's deep into the carpet, right? That smell stays there. The The Papa has been good. 
as I said, you know, it's, it hasn't really been, it's been less a round table and more like a bistro table for this season because it's just two chairs really that are set up. It's me and then somebody else will come on. So I get all the pizza for myself. I'm five slices deep right now, Skip. Is that bad? And I went no. to the doctor's this morning for a regular, for just the physical, like the healthy doctor's visit, <laughs> just to make sure that I'm a healthy 37-year-old man and I'm not going to be riddled with high cholesterol and high blood pressure and all that stuff. But I'm not too concerned about that. I'm just enjoying my pizza today. All good stuff. Sit back and enjoy. And even though it's just a bistro, Tim, I've told you this. And trust me, I've talked to our affiliate <laughs> stations all across the state. You've done a bang-up job with this. We appreciate everything you've done. Great job. Oh, that's nice of you. That's nice. You just sound, you sound like a guy that doesn't want to get beat on Friday, giving me compliments <laughs> like that. Extra, extra strokes. <laughs> I need them. <laughs> so, hey, speaking of golf, speaking of golf, Ohio State's going to open up the Scarlet here soon. I love that place. I love how it hosts one of the uh, the biggest tournaments for the Corn Ferry. That's a playoff one these days, right? Skip, I've been out to that Absolute. a couple times, but it's been a year or two, and they've had some big winners on that one. And the old Kepler Intercollegiate is coming up here in a couple weeks. It's coming up next weekend, and I next tell you weekend. what, a long, long history with, with the Kepler. I love it. Uh, it it's great. I, I, I've not talked to anybody. I, I assume there's nobody's going to be allowed out there to watch, but it's some great college golf that's going to be here at the OSU Scarlet Course coming up next week. And uh, you know it's a, a sign of spring, and I just hope that the weather cooperates because it's been so nice lately. Uh, but we've had years with the Kepler. Heck, we've had years with the spring game when it's snowing sideways and whatnot. But it's a, I tell you mm. what, Fingers crossed, great weather this weekend and again next weekend for the Kepler at Ohio State. And as I've said before, there's a newcomer for this Buckeye golf team. He's a Rolex winner already. His name's Maxwell Moldovan. He's from Ohio. He had his first bit of struggles. I mean, this guy has been just a stud, and I'm reading up what they did at the Boilermaker Invitational, which, by the way, if you guys like traveling a little bit and going to play places, that is a Pete Dye course. And the good one there is called the Campen. I think it's Ackerman and the Campen course out of Purdue. And it's fantastic. But Moldovan had a uh, six over. So other than that, like he's been shooting under par and he's been going crazy. But they've got a guy to watch that I think is going to be a PGA Tour player someday. He's solid, he is, isn't he? I mean, he he's been a just a young player. kid, and uh, just hopefully that uh, he's able to keep doing what he's been doing lately. And uh, I tell you what, uh, obviously you think they're going to have great weather this coming weekend. They're, they're flying out to Phoenix to play in the ASU Thunderbird Invitational this weekend. So uh, we're not going to have the warm temperatures uh, here in Columbus that they'll be having this weekend in Phoenix. And it'll be a lot better weather-wise than they had last weekend in West Lafayette. Yeah, it will. No doubt about it. And Skip uh, Skip Mossick with the dance party here with us. He's the guy that really just runs the show. Everything that you hear on our network, it all uh, starts and ends with th with this guy, Skip Mossick, and a lot of other men and women, too, behind the scenes that, that make Absolutely. these shows and make everything work here. And we appreciate them, and, and it, it has been fun doing this. But I wanted to get your take real quick on... On EJ Liddell and Dwayne Washington Jr., I said this off the top mm -hmm. of the show and didn't really talk a lot of basketball here yet. It's it's an interesting time, and I know just from having chats with Coach Holtman and with their three assistants, it is now in 2021, and you could have said this a couple years ago too as well, when things just started to change, managing your roster and just dealing with Guy, and I'm not saying EJ should test the waters. The system sure. set up for that. Dwayne Washington Jr. should, but it's just really difficult. Is the point you're trying to make? 
with the transfer portal having over 1,200 kids in it, you got two guys that you have to hold spots for that need to test the waters and see what the feedback is, and you can't really go and get something out of that portal right now or right. pick up another recruit until you know what's up. How do you view all that, Skip? You know, first of all, Timmy, the, the, the transfer portal is something that I'm not crazy about. And uh, just like I think it's getting out of control right now with, with what's going on, the amount of kids that are in there. That If they're not happy, then I'm going to go in the portal or whatever. As far as guys testing the waters, no problem with that at all. I think they should. Uh, they need to look out for themselves to, to make the best decision they possibly can. I just always hope, and fingers crossed, that they're getting the best possible advice uh, uh, for them, for themselves moving forward. So, uh, again, I think it's something that a- anybody with talent, as talented as they are, need to do each and every year, and, and they'll make the, the decision that's best for them yeah. moving forward. And you hope, based on the relationships between player and program, maybe you can get ahead of that deadline if you're leaning strongly towards a certain way and there's a constant line of communication that's going back and forth. And we know from talking to Chris Holtman, he doesn't necessarily want these guys back just to have them back. Like He really wants what's best for the player and the individual for their future. And if it makes sense, then he's a guy that's on board with that. Well, Skip, what's coming up? Two things here. Of course, the famed spring game, which we've been talking about about all day, but you got a little show here previewing it Thursday night. So what's coming up with these two deals? Thursday night with Paul and Jim, we're gonna have uh, C- Coach Day scheduled to appear. Uh, assistant Coach Kerry Combs supposed to appear, and a couple of other uh, surprises uh, along the way as well. It's just a little quick preview, six to seven on Thursday night here across the state, and of course Saturday. I, I know locally, and our flagship would begin at ten, but uh, our statewide coverage uh, from Ohio Stadium will begin at eleven forty-five uh, from the Horseshoe on Saturday. And fingers crossed again, weather-wise, right now. It looks good, looks but good. as I told you earlier, we've had years. I remember my, my old partner, Dom Tiberi from WBNS-TV in Columbus. Of course, he hosts the coaches, uh, coaches TV shows. He and I hosted the, the pregame show in the end zone, in the south end zone, and it was snowing so hard that we were like out doing snow angels during the breaks. It was horrible. Oh, man. So, so, <laughs> so let me get this straight again about Thursday. Ryan Day, Kerry Combs. Paul Keels, Jim Lachey. When do you talk, Skip? Hopefully, hopefully not because it's a shorter show. But if you hear me on, that's because we're waiting, waiting for a guest to appear. So that'll be it for fun. But I'll be on Saturday with, with the pre and the halftime coming up on Saturday as well. It's just going to be, it's so great because even though it's the spring game, just for that one day, it basically drops you into to the middle of football season. And I, I think I've talked to a lot of people that, they they didn't necessarily forget that the spring game was going on, but they're not necessarily building their schedule around it, but they'll wind up being in the car, going out to get a Absolutely. bite to eat or hit up the hardware store, and they'll flip on to one of our affiliates, they'll hear the game and they'll just they'll just sort of get lost in it. And they'll they'll have that the stay in the car moment, as we like to car call it, right? The driveway Absolutely. moment. We're not gonna turn the radio off because you're listening to some Buckeye football. People miss it. We miss being there. Trust me. It's just after, after what we went through and everybody went through in 2020, we miss being there at Ohio Stadium. No doubt about it. Can't wait. All right. Well, Skip, that brings us to the end of of this episode. And why don't you just play yourself out and dance <laughs> off into the night? Party on, Skip. Party on, Sim Hall. Great job as always. Go Bucks, everybody. Go Bucks. Should be dancing, everybody. 
All right, one thing we've still got to do, that's take a look at the whole athletics department, fill you in on anything big that we've missed. We go around the block O next as Buckeye Roundtable continues. More of Buckeye Roundtable coming up, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by the James. Are you ready to buy a home, but worried you can't afford it? When you use the Ohio Housing Finance Agency's down payment assistance or its discounted interest rate for recent college grads, teachers, nurses, veterans, and more, buying a home isn't as tough. Not a first-time home buyer? We've got a program for you, too. Find out if you qualify at myohiohome.org. That's myohiohome.org. Homeownership, it's within reach. Hi, this is Paul Keels. This Buckeye season, don't let a broken windshield ruin your game plan. Safe Light Auto Glass makes it easy to get your windshield fixed with their mobile glass shops all over central Ohio. They can come to you anywhere, giving Buckeye fans more time for game time. OH? Man, I love that. Schedule at SafeLight.com. Safe Light Auto Glass is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Now, the officials have been talking for quite some time. All righty, let's see what they have to say. Upon further review, there is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends we all go to collegeadvantage.com. First down. Well, that's not entirely unexpected. <laughs> Classic Bob. Football's Archie Griffin for Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova Insurance relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, and more, Encova provides a full range of insurance products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. Contact your independent Encova Insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. Is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College presented by the James? Timmy Hall here with you, Buckeye Roundtable presented by Buyers Auto. It has been a lot of fun, not just today, but all of these winter and spring episodes that we've been able to do for you guys. Buyers Auto Group's overall aim is to achieve a positive impact on society. The family owned and operated company has a vision that goes beyond products and profits by giving back to the community. They're creating a stable society for their 850 employees and future generations to live within. Time now for Buckeye Roundtables Around the Block O. It is indeed, and we will start with our Papa John's Delivery of the Game presented by Papa John's. Again, much thanks to them for providing... Some of the stuff, some of the pizzas, I say stuff because it's stuffed crust. I mean, why are you going to get regular crust when they're providing you some pizzas and you can get stuffed crust? So that's what I'm doing. But the delivery for the game, I do want to go back to the football team. I'll hit on some other sports here. We're just talking some golf there with Skip Mossick with the Buckeye men's team. But how about Emeka Igbuka and Reed Carrico? Because these are guys that I know they play for one of the, the most high-profile team on the block of football the whole show. But Emeka Ibuka and Reed Carrico are the latest freshmen to lose their black stripes. And that means 
that they're officially Buckeyes, that they've been really working hard and they've been getting after it in spring ball. Egbuka, when you've got an, a five-star high-level talent like that and then he's losing the black stripe early, it means that he's doing things off the field and his work ethic is dialed up to a certain level. That's really good news. And same thing with Reed Carrico, just this tough guy, this gritty player who is also just going to be an immense talent. It's great to see from him because I, I kind of had Reed Carrico from Ironton circled way back at the beginning. I, I remembered stories of Mark Pantone, the uh, recruiting director there at Ohio State's program, about how he would get in. Whether it was Saturday morning or Sunday morning, I can't remember when they would break down the tape. But he wanted to get in early so he could watch Reed Carrico, Friday Night Lights, high school football film. And that tells you something that you're racing in to look at somebody's tape. So that, that's great stuff. Let's uh, go around the block a little bit more. Coming up here... You're going to have some uh, Buckeye men's lacrosse. The lacrosse team right now is an even 4-4 four and four overall, 3-3 three and three in Big Ten play. You know they want to improve a little bit as they come down the stretch for the season here. They had a big win. I mean, you talk about beating top-tier programs, right? Everybody knows Johns Hopkins is one of the elite lacrosse programs. Up and down the East Coast, that's where the power programs are. Uh, they got it done 14 to 12 over Johns Hopkins. They were coming off a 10-9 tough loss, a squeaker against Rutgers. But Sunday, the 18th, 5 o'clock in College Park, and then Saturday, April 24th, home again against Penn State. The women's volleyball team. It has been fun to follow these girls all year long. They are sitting around. They had their last series against Indiana canceled, but it's okay. They had done the work. They even gotten themselves a bye. They're going to be in Omaha, Nebraska, Thursday, two days from now, Thursday, April 15th. They are in the NCAA tournament, so that is awesome. It's going to be at noon, and I'm seeing it might be on ESPN3, so you can check for some ways to watch that. It's going to be either against Missouri or South Dakota, and I forgot to do this. Gotta give it up for women's golfer Annika Seyumanutafa. She qualified and played in the Augusta National Women's Amateur, which is, I, I believe that's a major championship in the women's game. And there's some professional and some amateur events, kind of like the old days in golf, how they had it, but simply incredible by her to, didn't make the cut, but so much to build off now with her game. She's already outstanding. 75-81 was how her two rounds went, and she was only five off the cut line. Just an incredible experience to be there, and the women will play coming up here at Indiana, the little tournament in Bloomington. Well, Buckeye Roundtable, everybody. It's presented by Buyers Auto. It's been brought to you statewide by Encova Insurance, the American Dairy Association Mideast, Papa John's, and by Buyers Auto. For my producer tonight, Bodie Wells, and for Eric Reeser all season long, I'm Timmy Hall. Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot. From Learfield IMG College, this is the Ohio State Sports Network, presented by the James.